<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not a die, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. What's up, good people? This is Mr. D713 with Everything Culture. You now listen to our special bonus episode that will wrap up our season one. We're going to be taking a brief hiatus and we're going to come back in December of this year for season two with more material, better content, and of course, more guests. So at this time, make sure to check out all our previous episodes, all our previous content. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Make sure to go to our website at www.everythingculture.com. Buy some of the shirts and other content that we have. And if you just want to hit our line, send us a text or give us a phone call. You can call us at 713-331-1988. Once again, 713-331-1988. 1988. We appreciate all your support. God bless. I know it's late and I took all year, but you can stop complaining because I'm finally here. Yeah. Welcome to the Everything Culture Podcast. It's your host, G Jack, along with my co host, Mr. D713. And we got two special guests in the building today. Y'all want to introduce yourself? Welcome back, by the way. Baby, thank you's here. And in the back, we got Mrs. D713. Hey, y'all. Hey, <laughs> hey, <girl>. hey <laughs> man. So, how was y'all's week? Everything good? Great, Everybody blessed. Yes, I had a good week. How about y'all? Well, they gravy. You know, can't complain. I had a little cold, you know, a little <coughs> pollen was fucking me up, but I'm back in it. You know, it's all clear. Yeah, man, same for me. It was pretty easy this week. No problems, no issues at work, you know. Didn't have to worry about the, the Quincy Ultras? None of that. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means, but yeah. none of that. I didn't run across that this week. Y'all going to have to Google that one. Right. <laughs> I got married this past Sunday. Yeah. Oh, congrats. Congrats. Yes, we love it. We love I'm it. I'm excited. We got, man, hey, that shit was live, though. <laughs> I need to upload them photos. Like, I'm so bad at uploading photos to like social media, man. That's something I gotta work on. Yeah, I just upload as soon as I take it. Y'all were beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I felt hey, beautiful. Music was live. Man, I need that track. Yeah, had all like jazz tracks to everything. Michael man. Franks. That risotto you had was. It was the good. Yeah. Yes. Bartender was cool. Yes. What was her name? Drink Sharon. Marie. What was it? It was a Sharon. Oh, I don't know. I made it. I don't know why I said Marie. It, I probably wrong too. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. She, that, that means she did a good she job. Was mixed yeah. Yeah. She was. She was giving them. Throwing yeah. them back. Very good. Shout out to the philosophy. 
Oh, really, baby? Hey, hey, hey. We don't get no shout outs to no businesses. Uh-uh, we don't get paid. Oh, Take them mother, back. Motherfucking right. <laughs> yeah. Scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Unless y'all got that check, though. Okay. Yeah. Right? We'll shout right. your ass out all damn right. day. Right. Man, so today we got a lot on the docket, man. What we got, A lot baby. of cool stuff. We got, we're talking about just being on time in general. You know, mm. why it's so hard for us to be on time. And well, when we I say, say us, us, I mean... African Americans. Ah, okay, okay. You know, so uh, we talking about a little bit of a stereotype. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if that the stereotype can be, you know, figure out if it's a myth or if it can be busted. You know, is it? Yeah, shit. We got uh, some cool stuff on interracial dating. You know, how you feel about interracial dating? Mm. You got anybody in your family that's you know married to someone of a different ethnicity, ethnicity. background? Okay. Uh, we're gonna revisit from episode two. We talked about grownish. You All know, right. when is the proper time to move out? All things right. like that. And, uh, you know, just a lot of stuff, man. So, just back to the first topic. How y'all feel about uh, being on time? <laughs> I'll, I'll, let me start off. Yeah, please do. So, the day please for the do. podcast was my fault. I, I edged it too long, and I was late getting here to set up everything. So, I want to apologize to y'all for being late today. Thank you. Was, Thank you. Know, you. Thank you. I'm working on that. We talked about the empathy thing and caring about people's time and stuff. So, it, I, you know, that's what we call, you know what we call that? What's that? Growth. That's what we call that shit. <laughs> we do appreciate it, man. Yeah. So, but, uh, but you wasn't the latest motherfucker here. I, I wasn't that. the latest <laughs> motherfucker here. I wasn't. It, that's barely though. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we understand when things come up, but, you know, communicate, communication is key and be respectful, you know, and, so, is it a lack of respect? Or is it just not being mindful of other people's time? Is your time same a pr- more priority over somebody else's? Is it inconsiderate or lack of respect? Both. I think being inconsiderate is a lack of respect. Because if you respected me, you would consider my feelings and my time. And I I need my time, you know? I'm going to be late. I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm just going to be late. Sorry. What, what, why it, do you, what do you mean you're going to be late? How? Because... The way I am is I'm a prompt guy. Yeah. If I'm saying we'll be there at a certain time, hell, I'm probably going to be early. I know in certain events or mm-hmm. soirees, it may be a faux pas being the first person there. And I'm learning that. But usually I like being there on time because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what I'm going to miss. Yeah. I don't, they may be giving door prizes out. I'm the type of guy I want to be there early. <laughs> but what you about the people that don't like being on time? You Why do you? That, I think that I think that's disrespectful. You're not caring about others' feelings. You can't take it personally because if you think I'm letting you down or hurting your feelings, I do it to myself. Uh, agreed. I let myself down. It's just a habit. I don't that's mind a the grace period. It's like when you an hour, two hours late, then that's when it's like, oh my gosh, like, why even show if up? We, if we waiting, if if you're a crucial person and we're waiting, then it's annoying. It's not if like you're I'm a gonna crucial be. Person, yeah. yeah, if so, you're crucial, if you're just late and you're just in the mix, like coming late to a party that's gonna be going on all night. Okay, that's different. Uh, mm-hmm. A wedding maybe that's supposed to start at on time and you're like late and missing. If you don't know that person, because the good thing is you could be late to a wedding and the bride think you're there the whole time because they're not paying attention to right, that. Right. But like if you're in an event, I think a grace period like. Even 30 minutes, but anything like an hour later where we've got to hold up the thing for it, then I was like, I just say it's inconsiderate, but I guess lack of respect. Well, okay, I agree are, with you on that. If yeah. you have a considerate role in it, then I get it. Yeah, but if you don't have a major role and it's something informal, it's not a big deal. 
I don't know if it's a lack of respect. I think it's just more just selfish, you know, just being yeah. selfish in your time. Because I'm I'm I late agree. to every day I'm saying. I'm mm-hmm. not going to I just, I have, I try to set my clock back to trick myself. To yeah, maybe, work. Yeah. It, none of that works. <laughs> but uh, I just, I don't know. I, I'm the type of person, and I'm, I'm a little superstitious a little bit, like, where I feel like, it's got to feel right before I leave. I don't know what it is. It's like, I, it has yep. to yeah. feel like the right time, you know. So yeah. even if I left early, I don't want to risk my life just trying to be to somewhere on time. So what you're saying. Yeah, right. So, G-Jack, what you're saying is, it's in your soul to be late. That's what you're I saying. Guess so. it's in I your guess so. It's in your spirit to be late, okay? That's what it feel like. Like, running around in the house yeah. doing nothing. That yeah. don't and, matter. And I think that's a, I can be that way sometimes, and I hate it. Because I think I was a better person when I was, I wake up and I get up and go and get things done, and I'll be on, you know, I have everything completed. But when I think of being late, I think of a lot of things. You have a reservation to a restaurant, okay? Yeah. Or you meeting with other friends and things. You sort of meet there at, let's say, 6 30. And you know what? I'm just going to show up there at 7 30, 8 o'clock. But they can't sit everyone there. Mm-hmm. Even if it's five minutes, it's extremely inconsiderate. And I know, you know, some of us, as much as we love them, they don't have a true concept of time management. Okay. And it could be so like I'm big on when I say I'm ready, that mean I'm ready. I can step out the door, turn the keys on my truck and I'm gone. You know, but when some people say they're ready. It's going to be like another 30 to 45 minutes. So I'm looking here, twiddling my fingers, ain't got shit to do. And I said, I thought you was ready. I am ready. No, the fuck you're not ready, okay? So it's yeah. a little bit of a headache, a little bit of being inconsiderate. But at the same time, I'm understanding in their heart, oh, it's not a big deal because they don't see how they're affecting the other person. Yeah. I think for women, if you need to go somewhere by 3 o'clock, don't <clears throat> decide at 2.15, hey, baby, we're going somewhere. Like, you need to tell me at 1 o'clock. Yeah. So I can prepare what I'm aware. I can it, comb my hair. But what if, you I know? Just, what if it starts at three? It's only at three. Should I wait for you? No, you're supposed to tell me ahead of time. So I didn't. Find, I found out the same. As soon as I find out, because we yeah, talked, baby, we probably gonna be late or we not going. Yes, you have to wait. Yeah. What? See, I disagree with that. <laughs> like, and this come from you know being a married man. I feel like if I want to get some, like I said, the turkey leg could have a sale at four o'clock. Everything half off. All right. I'd find out to two o'clock. Hey, baby, you look great. You good to go. Let's just roll out there, pick something else to take off. I gotta get ready, man. Because I'm already thinking in my head, it's gonna take this amount of time to get out of, um, get there from doing dealing with traffic. We got we may have to deal with some other issues if any problems, and we just want to make sure everything's on time. But I'm also being considerate. You don't need makeup. You don't need to throw on a hat, throw on something quick, and we can roll. Mm-hmm. You ain't about to meet nobody famous out there. Just let's get it going. I might. I might. I miss Safari at the club. But that's the club. We're just going to the trick leg hut. About to pick something up and go. Safari close to the club. Yeah. So, so. He probably like turkey legs too, huh? So, okay. So, is it the makeup and the dress wear? Because I'm a different type. Now, 
me, I don't wear makeup, so that don't hold me back. Mm-hmm. Me, if my hair, usually I have a beautician that does my hair, or I just have, wash it, and you Boom. get what you're going to get. Let's go. So, my hair and my makeup doesn't hold me out, but I'm a timely person, I feel like, more so. I may I may have the great spirit. I may not be, like, right on time, but, like, five to ten minutes, because my mom always made me late to everything. So, to me, it's relating to my past and just, just rebelling against always being late but me as a woman i don't have the i gotta get dressed i don't really care about my appearance like that so i'm not like oh my gosh what should i wear should i do this and so is it because y'all put a lot of thought thought into your appearance and maybe me i may be more prone to be on time because it's just like hey boom i don't have to put on makeup on something go so i could Say, all right, I'm going somewhere at 3 o'clock, and I start getting ready at 12.30. And 2 o'clock, I might be my hair done, clothes ironed. I'm just sitting there watching TV. It's something in me that says... You need to be late. Don't go. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And going back to what yeah. you said, like you ain't trying to get into an uh, accident yeah. or whatever. That has happened to me where I've been like 15 or 20 minutes late. Like I'm leaving the office mm-hmm. and I'm typing or somebody talking to me and I'm like, I need to leave. I need to leave. And then I'm on 45 and I see an 18-wheeler that had turned over mm-hmm. on a car yeah. and it's right there. And I'm like, man, had yeah. I left when I was yep, supposed to leave, I could have been involved in that the laws ain't even made it yet, yeah. so mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just something in me. Just take your time. I think it's just a, it's just a character thing. Yeah, because yeah. for me, it's more just a, a mismanagement of time. I may not be just chilling right before I have to go somewhere. I may be trying to clean this or do that or run this errand, and I always make myself late by overloading my schedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so time management. Like yeah, it's time. Management. And that's what I'm thinking. So. When you're getting ready, how long does it take you to get ready? I may be a little bit too optimistic and I'll be like, oh, I can get dressed in 30 minutes and it may take me an hour and a half. But you know what? I would respect your tardiness over mine because you like, well, I overloaded myself. Me, I was like, I don't give a fuck. But don't get it twisted. But at the same time, it's. We're on both points. It feel like you don't give a fuck. Because yeah. now, when I know if I have a certain amount of errands to run, if I know I need to go to Home Depot first, then I need to run across to pick up my clothes from the cleaners, then I need to go here. I'm like, okay, that's going to calculate. It could be like maybe an hour and 30 minutes. When I talk to Mrs. D713, she's like, oh, I can knock that out in 15 minutes. Oh, uh, where? How? <laughs> How the fuck that's going to happen? So <laughs> Unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Your and heart like, is in the right place, mm-hmm. though. But it's like, it all mm-hmm. in my head. But the thing, I'm like, no. You're going to be late. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I can do it. You're going to be late. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but you over. She did say she overload herself, and she go out, come back three hours later, and I'm like, oh, and then make two more stops while they doing all that. Now they want to get ready. Now I want to stop and get some little hugging and loving and stuff like that. You made us late, <laughs> man. This is about 15 minutes at your time. You was an hour and hour. Don't put that on me. Don't but stop on it. But. It's, it's bigger than just on a, that's the micro level of things, but yeah. African Americans in total is late to a lot of stuff. And that's something like we, I don't like to push, I don't like to support that stereotype, but man. CP been, time is real, man. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of times I'm, I'm more like a Miss D713. I'm, I try and fit in. I see I have some extra time, and that's a problem for me because I'm trying to fit in as much as possible, and then I end up being late mm-hmm. like every time and never fails. But it's not only us. Like, have you been to an event? Oh, man. You ever been to an event, and it's a very diverse crowd, and if you're one of the 
few African Americans or ethnicities there that show up, and you recognize the latest people are what? Uh-huh. And you'd be like, damn. Or y'all. if we hosting it. If we, we like, hosting it. And we like. It, you hosting it. If we, you could be hosting it and things are not ready yet. Mm-hmm. It's like, the fools would have been done at 3 o'clock. It's 6. You we know, know that. that. And it's so funny. Like, like when we throw parties. And who's the first to come to the parties? The other co-workers. No. And then we're rolling and they're like, where's nobody coming? They feel bad. And it's no. like, everybody knows the food is not going to be done. Mm-hmm. The, we got to wait. And they're just chilling and drinking and confused because they come to stuff on time. And, and they be ready to go, feels. too. They ready to go, too. Mm-hmm. And that's when the party is getting started for us. Because mm-hmm. just like recently, uh, for Shauna Baby's Bachelorette. She told me that <laughs> nobody really gets to the club till after it, but I was like, we need to get there at seven thirty <laughs> or seven o'clock, cause happy hour ends, boom, and we want the happy hour drink. So she agreed, honey. We did not get there till after eight, cause uh, and it really didn't happy get popping. Did you miss the happy hour? Yeah, yeah. but it yeah. got crunk when I got yeah. there. Yeah. So shit. She didn't care about but that. But I had a wardrobe mishap. My pants uh, was yeah. too long. No, nah, but she was getting her makeup done. And mm-hmm. all the beauty stuff that, for me, takes like this, mm-hmm. it takes her. She has hair she wants to maintain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that just set her back. And then she was yeah. just chilling. I had to have hair and makeup. And then you incorporate drinks into that. And it just slow motion. I do think it's deeper than that. I think it's ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about society as a whole on the eastern half of the hemisphere they kind of work more off mm-hmm. of their feeling like Gary's, mm-hmm. well, Jack said when it doesn't <laughs> feel right he's not going to move I think because we have a deeper connection mm-hmm. to life as a whole we understand and we move at that cadence it's actually called something but I can't remember what it's called mm-hmm. and then on the western half they like red tape they like extra steps and being prompt and everybody being on the same time is their version of respect, but not necessarily ours. I saw I saw something online once. It said, uh, I guess with with uh, Caucasian people, they pretty much always on time because they don't hold as much importance as like family and talking to people and and enjoyment. You know, mm-hmm. not they probably enjoy people, but you know, it's like they just they don't enjoy it as much as African American people do. Like we have. We enjoy our, our, our peers and our family stuff a little bit more, so we stick around a little bit longer, or take a little bit more time and appreciate mm-hmm. stuff a little bit more, you know, than Caucasians. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. Maybe kind of racist. I don't know, but that's just what I read. But you mind. see it too, but I disagree church. with that, No, but it is true. We do chairs at church. Church be over. We still outside talking. Yeah. Eventually, true. we keep saying, like, yeah. we're going to leave. We're going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go. Another yeah. conversation. Yes. Five more minutes. Girl, let me get out of here. Because we once we're there, we enjoy it. So we end up being late yeah. on the other back end. Yeah. We want to leave, but the conversation mm-hmm. and that fellowship yeah. keeps us. It still goes back to time management. Because if you would have showed up on time, or at least even a little bit earlier, you could have did all that at the beginning. But time management may not be the priority for some people. Mm-hmm. People management or experience management mm-hmm. may be the priority. And you can't force everybody to have that same both. priority. You can have both. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Like, and the thing about it, that's why it's called a priority. One got to be on top of the other. One don't have to be. One don't have to be so low on the priority list as well. You have a lot of priorities, but the main main thing we're looking at is just with African American people. Why do we really have a different schedule than everyone else? Why, when someone says something, even when our meetings at work. From school, if something's at four o'clock, mm, nah, in our head it's about four thirty. 
That, that's what it's the big thing looking at. And we see it when other ethnicities and things see it. We see it too. And the thing where we're not happy with it, even when I do it, when I'm late, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be late. Mm-hmm. I make it us look bad. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I don't represent all black people, but at the same time, I represent all black people. So it's like, I don't want to be late to a meeting. I want to come, you know, have an excuse. And you got some people, I come in for a reason. I apologize. You got some folks, you know, I'm about to be late. Don't worry about it. So, <laughs> so, so from what it sounds like between uh, you and Mrs. D713, she's the light one and you are the prompt one and ready to go. Correct. <laughs> that is correct. What about y'all, y'all in y'all's household? Who's the one that's late? Me. Uh, All yeah, the time. I'm, I'm late. Uh, my wife, she loves being on time. Um, it depends on what's his priority and what's mine. So I've noticed this is a point of uh, tension in our relationship because I feel like he prioritizes what's important to him mm-hmm. and he will be on time for it. But if it's something that I need him to rush to do, take his time. Take time. Watch a show. And then he'll pull this thing. It's like a manipulation. He'll be like, I'm waiting for you to get ready. And then he'll be like, you don't even have on your shoes. I'm like, you don't got on your pants. You don't got on your shoes. Hey, it's easy for me to put on my shoes. But, but in our defense though, uh, his defense, it don't take us on to get dressed. How it's like three steps. Oh, yeah. At all. At <laughs> we we y'all don't know in our head, we already thinking, man, I already know them where. I know I'm gonna go get it from and I'm out the door. You know, but y'all, we it's kinda like we give you a head start before we come and catch yeah, you. Yeah, know? then we be ready and then it's you then you blaming us and it's like, No, you don't have on none of your clothes, but you say hey, that's what he always says. And then he'll be like, You gonna get in the shower first, babe? And I was like, No, you get in the shower because you gotta shave, wash your hair, all that stuff and he'd be like, No, it only take me five minutes. And I'm like, I'm not always washing my hair all the time because when I wash my hair, it does. It's a process. But, like, you just be like, he uses that time that mm-hmm. I spend long in the shower to watch TV and to do what he wants. But let it be a work event for his people. You gotta go. That I have to be Hurry to up. something for his family. Slapping that uh, wrist. Quana. Uh, but let it be, that. we gotta go to my family. Because I'm telling you, we, right, we already. See you uh, I see you cute. <laughs> We already got it planned out in our head. We know, you know, the oh. game plan. Waiting on y'all to catch up. Oh, uh, yeah, so. Like, so literally, uh, usually I'm going to have my clothes. Sometimes I tell her to pick my clothes out because you could be back there chilling either his way. Because I'm like, she's going to take forever either, either way. Because they ain't going to do it right. Hey, I, I don't care. And we got to coordinate. That's another topic to talk about if we pick uh, your husband's clothes. I clothes or should you? I, I can dress I myself. I wife trying to pick my clothes. Nah. I'm like, man, just give me a gift certificate. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about in my closet. Myself. I'm like, man, I can boom, 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 grab, grab and go. But she could be in the closet forever. I don't, I'm one of these people that like, I don't like people in my way. You know, yeah. so yeah. we're both in the closet at the same time. Uh, same thing in the kitchen. We're both in the kitchen at the same time. Uh, you can wash the dishes. I'm going to wash the dishes. No, you wash, I dry. No, they don't work that way. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool. I Team love the support. Work. But when I'm getting dressed, it's cool. But oh, that's the thing. When we're getting dressed and getting ready to go, she asked me, Do y'all, should I wear the green shirt or the red <laughs> shirt? I'm like, uh, green shirt. I'm going to go with the red. Like, I'm like, oh, or, or they can have a dress. She come out, she look great, she look nice. But we're already 10 minutes late. We're already 10 minutes late, okay? Yeah. And I'm like, do I look good in what I'm wearing? Yes. You sure? Yes. And in my head, I'm going to fuck what you're wearing right now. We got to be there on time. Yeah. She looks good, but I'm not about to go and decipher everything you're wearing at this moment 
because the lack of time. We mm-hmm. could have done this an hour ago. We could have done this 30 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But we're 10 minutes late already. It's too you, late for that. I'm going to tell you one thing I learned. I'm probably giving out a secret. <laughs> Never say it looks good. Oh, you look great, man. You got to have some enthusiasm mm-hmm. behind it. And yeah. then you'll save all of them. Because uh, <laughs> you do. Because it's in how you say yeah. Because uh-huh. by that point, you're, <laughs> you you're just ready to go. So you're saying a non-committal. So she don't really feel that she looks like mm-hmm. good. So I'm going to go back and change. Because that will do. I'll be like, babe, do I look like this? And he'll be like, no. He'll look me up and down and be like, you look fine. And I'll be like, no. Nah, nah, I, I don't trust you. Really. Oh, I got to go. Like, back I got to go back. And he'll be like, why'd you change that? You Like I said, it didn't really sound like I did. See, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. Now, I'm agreeing with y'all was saying. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to come from a, a person that's in this audience that's listening to this podcast. That may feel somebody needs to step up and say this. And he look what this young man is probably saying, man, fuck all that. Like you already passed the time. Let's go. You look good. You have on clothes. If it's something that I noticed, oh yeah, I would tell you. Now, it, honestly, it's been like maybe in a whole relationship, maybe maybe two, four times that I didn't recognize some something until she got in the car. Then I'm gonna tell her, hey. You may want to fix that shit real quick. But also, I'm the type of person, I done got pissed off if I'm late. Like, I get mad. I'm like, come on, man. Come on. I'm going to my auntie's funeral. Bring your ass. Come on, man. <laughs> like, and it's like, well, I got to get, I don't care anymore. Let's go. So it's very, it's inconvenience because I'm going to walk in and they're going to look at me like, and look at us like, look at these two degenerates. And I'm like, man. The stereotype. Yeah. And it, but it's, it, it just, it's just a, I, it's the feeling. I don't know how mm-hmm. people that because I feel bad when I'm late. I real I feel bad. It creates not, unnecessary anxiety when you're gonna yeah. be late. Where did that yeah. stereotype come from? What feeling bad for being late? No, black, black people, people being, being late. late. Uh, like oh shit! It's still so wide in the bed right now. Like, like, like no, like because I know now I'm it like I'm not like, well. I'm black. Know. I'm gonna be late. Like yeah. who started that shit that made yeah. it all right to be black? I think it's those events. At those events, Mister D seven one three was at that corporate function where just a few of us. But you see, we the only ones coming in. Way I mean, consistently, <laughs> consistently, it's like, damn. Like I had a, it was a award ceremony, and all these folks out here, I met like some, you know, high name people in the community, and it had this whole table for this black, um, this African American. Was it a nonprofit that worked with elderly people and None did all these things? There. Two of them was there. But they had this big table, like 11 people sitting there. And the MC had to come up and say, you know, the t- they were giving these people awards and they were not there. And this is like, I, you know what? And I was 15 minutes late That's to this bad. situation. But I didn't, I wasn't on the schedule. They were on the schedule. Yeah. They showed up and they are older African-American people. I'm talking about like 60, 70, 80 years old. They showed up like an hour late, scrolling mm-hmm. with the walkers and everything, uh, clacking in. And I'm like, I love my... Grand yeah, didn't they know they... That's exactly what they made. They could have been their grandson that was driving the van, bringing them there. Either, I don't, either way. You, you may be right. You may be right, but either way, it's just, it's just at all from... I'm like, our kids, how, how, how often are your kids late to school? Uh, they ain't late because uh, we fixed that. My son ride the bus now. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, but do like, he get out to the bus stop on time? Yeah, he, he yeah. been ready. Yeah. Man, hey, side note. It's one of the hardest feelings as a child is being left. Chasing the bus drive, bus down and getting oh, left. Man. 
Every time that bus passed me and I was chasing after it and I realized I wasn't going to make it, boys to me, end of the road. On that walk back home, I got sprayed my mama. You got to take me to school. Did she ever make you walk to school? Nah, I, I, I went to school way far from my house. Man, you remember that time I walked home from school? I we lived that. down the street from each other. Man, it's fucked up. We're going off a little bit of the tangent right here. But my mama, you, you know how parents make, I don't know every parent that does it, but African-American parents in my community did it quite a bit. They make these little idle threats and shit. Like, I'm going to break my foot off in your ass and all this mm-hmm. shit. I remember I missed the bus one day. And my mama had to pick me up from, from school. And so you miss it again. You have to walk your ass home. And I like, yes, ma'am. And she, this is me in the sixth grade? Seven, yeah, sixth, seventh, sixth grade. grade. Man, so, hey, about a month later, I missed the bus again. Did you walk? I was in Tudor. I walked. But, man, do you know how man, far? Down a busy ass street, too. Basically, yeah, basically good, from maybe in Houston. Maybe 10 miles. Because oh. it... it that's like for real. Yeah, it was a good little walk. Yeah, <laughs> and this is me being a kid. Like once again, if I see a kid doing this shit now, it's like hell no. Nah. But once again, I mentioned well, I mentioned on a previous episode, my mother had some abuse issues and things. It was not too much supervision for me. So I remember by the time I got home, it was dark. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I cut through the back streets and all that. I went down the backside. I can't think of the name. Noonday. I went oh, all the way gee, down. That's there. the problem. It went the long way. Fuck the that. I wasn't going to walk all the way down the loop on the yeah. side of the street, man. Fuck that. But all in all, this is basically like walking from, let's say, walking from the Galleria to River Oaks. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how a far. Long way. That's, that's basically that's what I did. That's a long way. Yeah, and as a kid. So. I got there, sweating and shit, got back home. I'm like, hey, mom, I'm home. She's like, okay, hey. You know, food red. Didn't, didn't mention shit. Not until like a, maybe two months later. We were joking how old folks be cracking. Like, you know, older, well, our age motherfuckers now be talking shit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, man, yeah, these kids do this. They can't walk home. This, this. I'm like, remember, I walked home a couple months ago. She's like, no, you didn't. You just said you was. I said, I walked home. I, was, I did. I, and she cussed me off. Fuck out! You don't ever fucking walk home like you told me to. I was just saying that shit. I like yeah. shit. I took Damn. it for real. No, that's the crazy part. She didn't realize you got home super late. Once again, she didn't pay any fucking. Mm-hmm. She thought I was maybe down the street at G Jack's house or something like that. But no, I was just walking to the fucking house. That backpack got heavy as shit. Do kids even wear backpacks anymore like mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Without any damn books in them? Oh. Maybe not with the books. Yeah. They got like tablets and stuff. They don't have, they down Y'all them. just don't understand that privilege. We'll talk about that another day. Having yeah, about 10 man, books that, in that, That's like one of the top three worst films in the world when you miss that bus, man. And mm-hmm. you like right there and arms reach and they just burn off on your ass. Man. <laughs> but that's the same thing about being late. But all in all, if, if you have a different perspective about being late, hey, hit us up on the show. Leave a comment. Comment on type, you know, hit us up on Twitter every E B R what E B E R Y T H G culture. There we go. I'm sorry. <laughs> on Twitter, we would love to hear your feedback and things, but it is something like, are you in your family? Is it a family thing? Is it across cultures? I was talking about Hispanics. I never see, I don't know, I think they're on time to things, but they stay late. They're usually the last motherfuckers to leave, man. Yeah. They like to party. That's true. I wonder what it's like, like in interracial couples, like when you have a, hmm. you know, white wife or whatever, a white husband. Like, is it the same? Like, do white people they do they make you on time or do you make them late? <laughs> That's a good. <laughs> like, That's a really good. <clears throat> who has the power? Like, 
<laughs> which way? Which we way? Call somebody that somebody <laughs> of a different race. That's a good. That question. is a good question. Man, but it's a great segue into. Yeah. Do, hey, if you're in a, in a if you're interracial dating someone, do you recognize this? Do you have a a boom that is always late? Do you have a bay that gets you there on time? It's a big party. You know? Question: If you dating uh, a white person and they say she black, she gonna be late. Do you slap the shit out of her? No, the truth. I already like is that racist? Like they're not supposed well, to say that. They don't it, like it, it, it becomes a stereotype because so, okay. that's kind of what we're doing. We don't mean to do it, but we ask. I know because we're, we're joking. Cause we know all black other people are not late. That the yeah. person is yeah. probably notoriously yeah. late, mm-hmm. so it's just gonna be. But if they say they're black, they're late. Like Haitian, then like, slap them right. It you depends just, on how, how your like, relationship it, is. Like, it it depends on how many people laugh, I guess. Like, mm. you know, if everybody just bust out is laughing. Is that what it like, is? Yeah, you can call that nigga low key. Uh-huh. <laughs> if, it, if it's a if it's a, a Asian person and a black person, can they say the same thing? No, you know, you ain't supposed to say stuff like that unless you black on black. Nah, yeah. it, me, me personally, it don't really affect me. I just laugh no. at it. No stuff yeah. like that. I like if I was in the relationship, I'd be like. Wait a motherfucking minute. Yeah. You may be right, but you need to watch the fuck you talking about. That's the same thing on the other hand. If, like you said, the Asian person, the black, and you'd be like, this is my girl, such and such. Uh, she she grabbed rice. She's going to be eating rice. Man, yeah, that would be a little bit. If you put, That's right. If you match but that. But it's like, is it okay? And see, I'm, I don't have an interracial. What becomes okay when you decide to cross those lines? Oh, and your man, you 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 black, and your man white. He's like, babe, I bought you some chicken and watermelon. Yeah, so what is it? But, but what if <laughs> chicken and watermelon is your favorite food? Though? Yeah. They'd be like, exactly. because you black. That's why you like chicken and watermelon. But, like, huh? That's the point. Do they have to say because you're black or that's because that's what you like? That I think that's the difference. If you say because I'm black, yeah. I'm gonna take offense. Yeah. But like, don't give me even when you say I'm doing this because I know you like it yeah. because I know you. <laughs> thank you. Like, yeah, be like, thank you. Right? And then but, think about other people that be looking at be like. He just bought her some chicken and waffles mm-hmm. and said, because you like the white, like, white gotta be chicken and waffles. That'd be like, a friend. Because right? my wife loves chicken and watermelon, <laughs> you know? And, but think about it, if I was at another ethnicity, would I be wrong bringing her something she loved? Man. Or would I have to bring it to her in secret? You know so what y'all, I mean? Are y'all embarrassed to uh, do stuff in front of like other ethnicities, like eat chicken or no. eat no, watermelon? I will say like this. I, I was traveling for work. <laughs> I was working for a firm. And I was the only black person on the team, and we was all standing in a hotel, and when we got off, the hotel would always have, like, this happy hour bar, right? Mm -hmm. So it had all their food and stuff, and there was a fruit tray that they set up, and the watermelon was good. And they just set it out one night, and I said to myself, I gotta pace myself, I gotta slow down. And my coworker was like, why? I said, I can't tear up that watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I've been like... She knew it, yeah. It was like some more It was waiting too. She's like, why? I was waiting for you did to you get the water. The question is, did you eat any of it? I ate it, but I paced She paced it. She ate it in moderation. You're the first yeah. one to go in there and get it. Well, it's just like eating chicken and eating fried yeah. chicken and ribs. Like, we eat that Ooh. stuff with our hands. Mm-hmm. I have a coworker. We went to a Jamaican restaurant and he always eats stuff with a fork, like cuts his meat. And I, I don't know if he just was raised that way. I asked him. So we go, I did an experiment in my head because there's African-American people there, white people, Asian, Latino people. So he was eating it with a fork. And so some people had gotten chicken. They got the same kind of chicken. So the other black girl sits down and she starts eating her chicken with a fork. And I'm looking like, 
And some I people think, don't like stuff on their hands, though. But you remember the yeah. show on Nickelodeon, like Pete and Pete? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a whole episode about that. And there were some white ginger kids. Is ginger the wrong thing to say? It's the wrong I think thing so. Okay. Yeah. I, I apologize. I'm learning. Okay. I, I did not know that Oriental was bad until like two months yes. ago. Is it? It comes with yes. Our yes. family says it. My mom still says it. And I was like, Mom, you can't call them. Because it's like a diverse. It's like, um, like it's kind of like, like hood. Colored. It's kind of <laughs> like you said, oh, they're from the hood. Kashana from the hood. You would get offended if somebody else, like they're of the orange. And I think Orient was not necessarily the nicest well, thing to that, say. And the only reason I used it, I didn't even use it with somebody. I think kind of said something. I, I thought I was talking to Mrs. Uh, D713. Wow. And she was like, don't say that. And I'm like, why not? And I was yeah. like, because I it's know. used so often mm-hmm. in Westerns, action movies, Monopoly. Culture diversity from a Western. Okay. True but, that. Yeah, but, that's true. I, but it's not true just, that. but it's been so normalized. <laughs> It's been so. Mm-hmm. It's been put in our face so not. much. Where did you learn yeah. those words from? You can tell you've been raised by older black people because older black people say Oriental, not the new generation. We say Asian. Well, but if you notice, yeah. like my mom, that's where I got it from. She'd she be like the Oriental. Oriental. I'm going to the Oriental mm-hmm. shop. What is that? Yeah. Tell me once uh, I had a rubber band. I was helping her. I was working at Verizon, and it was on the t- on my uh, around my wrist or whatever. She's like, "Oh, uh, is that a rubber band?" I was like, "Yes, ma'am." She was like, "We used to call those nigger shooters." I was like, "What? <laughs> oh my god!" What I was like, she was an old lady. Hey, and remember, this is an old lady from East Texas where we grew up at. I would try to tell a lot of my friends and peers in Houston. Like, it's different from where we're from. Like, yeah. a lot of y'all can't handle the shit that we went through. Well, because they don't think in their mind, they don't think it's a problem. Yeah. She exactly. was relating to yeah. him. She's now, no, her relating was shit. racist. Because it really, I've realized this even with now I see how, how people will vote for Trump. People don't realize, like, they don't think the stuff that they're doing is racist. Yeah. They, they really you know, don't. For it's her, they time. don't want to. Yeah. They don't want to. No, I'm saying they're not trying they to. Just like she can freely say that because yeah. she says it around her people all the time. Well, yeah. so, too, I'm too old to change. What's the point care. of me doing yeah. it? What y'all call it? A nigger yeah. shit. Yeah. A rubber band. <laughs> like, that was like a slingshot. I used to get, um. <laughs> when I go eat crawfish, I'm trying to figure out how the Asians cooking. I, right? I'll be like, and that shit go hard. Be because good. I was like, my crawfish, I associate with our culture and Louisiana, yes. Yes. the black culture in Louisiana. But like in Taiwan and stuff, they eat crawfish, they eat all See? those. Really? Mm-hmm. 
And I didn't know because I didn't, I didn't know, know until I got older. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, there's more Asians in here killing this mm-hmm. crawfish than any of us. And I just realized, shit. just like I realized that not every Latino person is Mexican. Yeah. But, you know, I would say and be like, oh, look at the Mexicans over there when you're young. And they were like, actually, mm-hmm. we're Hispanic. They are getting mad. They do. I'm yeah. not from Mexico. And they should get mad. That's what they're saying. The part of the world that you're from. We're from Texas, though. We normally see Mexicans. Right. Yeah. But if you were in Florida, or, or New York, you might or New York, Cuban, yeah. exactly. Yeah, just something made by the Mexican. Yeah, it's kind of racist. But true. just we didn't know it until you know. <laughs> well, you know. that's just like we're getting in the stereotypes too. Yeah. Like with the CP time, when you driving and you see somebody driving slow, what you say in your mind? You may say aloud. I'll be like, <laughs> get out the way, Miss Daisy. No, no. You won't. But who do you no, think it is? Damn old people. Or old white people. No, or Asians. Or, or Asians. Or Middle Eastern people. Man. I just say old and like, And we, we saying this from a place of love. Yeah. We are. We're no just, racism. We're just talking about stereotypes and just changing yeah. our because mind. Because it's like with, CP, like with CP time, it's, we want, you know, we don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it because we have to. When you see somebody of a certain ethnicity, we could play a game. A certain person get hurt by hit by a certain ethnicity in a car, and you don't think they have insurance. Who do you think they are? I ain't saying that. Okay, because you trying to set me up for the okie doke. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I I would say what you're thinking. I but ain't saying it. My wife, when we first moved here, she got hit by somebody in the, um, trying to uh, exit off. Of, um, I think it was like the Beltway or something. But the dude actually was a it was a, a Caucasian man. He hit. A, he didn't have insurance. Oh, that Aww. happened to him. That happened yeah, and she was time. like, "Don't call the police. I can just pay you cash." Like, nah. Uh-uh. See, and that's good, but that's why, and that's why yeah. stereotypes are stereotypes. Yeah. So you try to gather everybody in this one circle and say all of them do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's not problem. true. Yeah. Well, in our defense, y'all, we've been saying some pretty like stereotypical stuff about black people, so we're not yeah. singling no race. Yeah, yeah, and that's we're about yeah so we good. Yeah. But the main yeah. thing we yeah. want we want to debunk the stereotype. Yeah. 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 like once again, I'm not one of these black people that like to be late. You know, are there some? Yes, I am. But there's some that is, is extremely prompt. Then you got some that are good drivers. Some uh, other ethnicities that are good drivers. Some are, like horrible <laughs> drivers. Yeah. And you may see a certain pattern in things, but it does not mean all people of that like. They, that looks like them or represent them does that. Let me let me ask y'all this. Um, I mean, this is a totally different subject. We got to move to the next topic. <laughs> uh, how do y'all feel about, like, I know I, I've seen uh, a lot of black women, they get upset when uh, a black athlete or something gets rich and then he marries a white lady. Bullshit. How do y'all feel about that? I don't care. If you want to marry a tree, marry a tree. Yeah. Uh, a white girl, black girl, yeah. a camera. Yeah. 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 Oh, it me. Yeah. I don't it don't bother me personally because who you love is who you love. Mm-hmm. But I was just saying this, I think I was talking about this the other day to some of my friends and saying that I personally don't feel like I c I I'm not gonna say people can't try, but I feel like No culture is going to understand you better than your culture. Mm -hmm. I think that there's unique experiences that we all have, not just black people, you know, Middle Eastern, Native, 
that are unique to us and that when it gets down to the root of the issues and it's so interesting I think that people try the hardest especially when you love somebody you're going to take on the issue so I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it but I think when it comes down to like really dealing with deep rooted issues and some of the stuff and some of the stuff we talk about nobody's really going to understand what you're going through Mm -hmm. like somebody in your own culture Mm -hmm. and class to an extent could that really play to like um what we were talking about yesterday, classism. Like, could you still be white and kind of go through the same stuff as a kid or growing up? Same situation, maybe move, stayed in the hood or something. That's, I was going to yeah. say something like that. Yeah. Like, That's good. All black people don't have the same experience. Yeah. So you can't necessarily say because we're black, we're going to identify with the same thing, even though it's highly likely. You mm-hmm. know, if you grew up in the same part of town, mm-hmm. you're same color, you're going to have similar experiences. But you can't just assume because that person is black, they're going to identify with you because we are all different. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I have a problem with with interracial dating is if somebody says that... Uh, Only. That's it. They have a preference. Now, I understand you can't help who you fall in love with. If you happen to fall in love with somebody of of a different race, that's fine. But when you only date that race, you're excluding a whole race of people Mm -hmm. based on a stereotype. And you're only dating a whole set of people based on a stereotype. So either way, that's racist. Or you only date them for a reason. Well, you also look at it is back in the day, and like they were saying, not everybody, because I know that there's love and people really love, but white was a symbol of status. Mm -hmm. So black men would want to pursue white, and I'm just using that example because that was the in back in the day, white was the highest, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to get a white woman was a symbolism of status for them, you know. And so I know that. Huh? You think it was status, or was it like just something inside, like payback? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing funnier than seeing that. a, mm-hmm. ain't nothing funnier than seeing a uh, clam in our races with mixed grandbabies. Yeah, man, you know the, <laughs> hey, in the work shit, I can't well, tell you how often I see that. Mm-hmm. Man, I had a case that it was a uh, that same situation. He didn't know the baby was gonna come out mixed. They did their DNA test. The daddy came back because they didn't look mixed. Mm-hmm. Baby came out. He was the father. Stop trying to pursue getting their grandchildren. He was like, fuck them kids. And that's sad. Wow. I see that a lot. But, yeah, that's what I agree. I said, you know, for me, and it's not necessarily the cultures because different things, but, like, the whole, and I'm more so talking about now is we're getting shot. And a lot of people, whether, and even mixed kids, you know, because you may be mixed and your mom may be white and your dad may be black or vice versa or Indian or Asian. And when you say we're getting shot, we're getting shot by law enforcement. Yeah. And or no sometimes shot by people just in. like the young half men just knocking on the door, knocked on the wrong apartment door. We're getting door shot by people shot. and the people who shoot us don't have exactly. behind no. You know, because they fear us and then it's just like, you know, it's like you're going to try hard to understand because now you're a part of this culture because your child looks a certain way or whatever. But do you really understand? And it goes back to, do you need to understand that other person's culture when you're dating them? Yes. Uh, That's them. It's just like, if I like... It's like a respect thing. Like, you got to kind of at least try to try and understand the culture and where they're coming from. Mm. Anybody we pursued, like you pursued Mrs. D713, you got to know what she liked and some of those things that she liked, you started liking them because you cared enough about her to pursue an interest in what she liked. That should be with anybody. I know it's not everything, but I think somebody that cares about you enough, and especially if you're in the opposite culture, race, or whatever class, is... If you love them, you should know. You couldn't say, I can't understand that because I've seen it in cultures and two people. Mm-hmm. But I can't 
understand that I'm not. No, you're not trying to understand. That's the same agreed, thing as like agreed. the lady that said the nigger shooter. She's not trying to understand that that, that was, was racist. Funny. I think That's, the only, you know, think the only interracial, well, it doesn't really matter if it's interracial or not. The only couples that probably shouldn't be together, like if you get with somebody that's of a different religion, I don't see how that could work. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if a Christian and a Muslim got married. But it I happens. Mean, yeah, yeah, but how does that work though? Somebody I don't man, hey, We would love to have some they people on the show communicate about that. Mm-hmm. Because when you talk about marriage, that's going to be the big thing I look at. I can see them being together, but when it comes, I can see them getting married, but just like who's going to assimilate? I like porn. I I've seen a lot of modern families. Now, I don't know how long the marriage is last, but they take the approach where I'm going to practice my faith. Mm-hmm. You practice your yeah. faith. They'll have multiple ceremonies, one for your faith, one for my faith, and they just learn to accept and yeah. tolerate, and they don't force anything on the kids, and then they let the kids decide when they get older. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how long that works, but I've seen that done. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that as well. Well, I've seen it like Jewish day Christians. Mm-hmm. The kids get Hanukkah mm-hmm. and they get Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you remember GJ's first episode, his dreams of having a double Christmas. Know, right? Right? See? <laughs> but I look at that because when I talk about my marriage, it's like a big thing I learned with going through counseling is you cannot pay attention to everyone's marriage because everyone's marriage is different. Mm-hmm. And especially being what I am as a Christian, they may not have a Christian marriage. Mm-hmm. So the things they do, the things they experience, it's not going to be the same things I'm going to experience. And that's why I may not want that. So you got to be, be care- you got to be careful when you compare your situation to others. Mm-hmm. So like with the, the um, having different backgrounds and cultures and that, that's that, that, Religion is affected by that, so we got to think about those things in the long run. So let me ask y'all this: I know, like, we talk about interracial dating or whatever, and I notice, like, with a lot of people that aren't African American, but mainly the Caucasians, a lot of them I've heard that their parents are actually let them live with them until they're, until they're married or until they're, you know, until they're ready to just move out. And we had this conversation a few episodes ago. And we were like, you know, we were 18. We were ready to go. But most African-American kids, you know, they get Man, kicked out of the house at 18. Too. Is that the same for men and women, like African-American women? Or is that just a... No, I think it just depends on your parents. And my uh, sister stayed until she was 40. I was ready to mom. go. I left at 17. I left yeah. when I went to college. Yeah. And then I yeah. came back for a short period of time and... Couldn't stay it and got my own apartment. Yeah, I guess it just all depends on maturity and what your parents' rules are. Because mm-hmm. some parents are like, "Hey, I've raised you, I've made you mm-hmm. mature. You gotta, you eighteen mm-hmm. now, you gotta go fly, butterfly." You know, yeah. and some people enable their kids, mm-hmm. and that's how they end up at forty, still in the house. Yeah. We've all had uncles who Woo. stayed with their grandparents until mm-hmm. the house became their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's my house now. Exactly. So man, I don't it's grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh, man. There's some uh, real uh, arguments over there. What's that T.I. movie? Ro- uh, not Roll Bounce. Uh, ATL. ATL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he said, Your house is my mom and them house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. But that's a real topic, though. As an opinion, I think that once you get to, mature wise, if you don't have any mental uh, delays, anything that would delay you from, Two I think that things. there is something about you growing up and you becoming independent and learning about life on your own. Yeah. I feel like there's a certain point where you have to free your parents from the responsibility mm-hmm. of taking care of you, yeah. paying mm-hmm. stuff, and you become a grown man, woman, mm-hmm. whatever you are. True and so that, I think if 18, 
I think 18 and 20. But after 20, you really yeah. need to figure it out, you yeah. know. But there are different situations where some households have the capability, the funds to take care of their kids until they're yeah. married and on yeah. their own. And they just want to provide them some support, some resources until they have to move out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, is that wrong? Because no. like it's not only with the Caucasian or white families. It's, I know with some African, Haitian, Nigerian families, they're the same way. But the main thing I see is the income level. Yeah. You know, they have to have resources for them to feel comfortable yeah. and do these type of things. And they want their kids to stay there. Like, I had it with my aunt. I think my aunt would have been fine with me staying with her. And I think I mentioned it a few episodes ago, ago but I was like, fuck that. Mm-mm. She, I didn't, I wanted to have my own rules. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do what I mm-hmm. wanted to do. I wanted to come in late. I wanted to, yeah. you know, spend time with the woman I'm with, you know, but it, and under her roof, it was like, no. Now, you got some households, like, yeah, you can bring whoever's in this house. You can do whatever you want to. Yeah, like, and that's what, like, some, like, but you got some parents these days are like, long as you don't leave, long as you're ready, you can do whatever you want to do. And, you know, hey, I'm not in that situation, so I can't speak too much on it. But to cut it off, though. Yeah, yeah, it's like, when is going to be that time? Now, so let me ask you this though. Do you feel like, all right, so you, you're 21 or whatever, you need to get on your own, but maybe you don't make a lot of money at 21. You may still be in school or whatever. Um, so, you know, most people that have a roommate, like the best friend or something like mm-hmm. that, what's the cutoff for having a roommate? <laughs> oh, shit. My daddy it's... had a roommate till he was like 40 years. No, I you think... can have a roommate like Oprah and Stepman and y'all are together and yeah. it's okay. But if you just got roommates and y'all got your own thing going on, I don't know if I would have a roommate at fifty. Can you have a roommate at fifty? But when you say Oprah and Stedman, like we're allegedly they fucking. They're in a relationship. (laughs) I'm just saying you know how somebody got a roommate. That's what I'm saying. My mother has a roommate. Who? All right. Okay. Who? Who? All right, okay. Then you got like a homeboy, a homegirl, someone of the same sex type roommates, you know, and y'all have no relationship, relationship with one exactly. another. Exactly, it's no physical relationship with them. You just have I a roommate to help pay bills. I was like twenty two, twenty one. Yeah, but what do you think is appropriate? Uh, Maybe after that, only lasts six thirty. I think if you're money. saving money and yeah. both of y'all single, yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with yeah. having a roommate. Now, I think if you have kids, though, yeah, if you have you, kids that stay with you full time, then that probably wouldn't work out too well. Mm-hmm. Now, people Ooh, don't dad. start to question you if you've had a long term roommate of, of the same sex, but I understand. Oh, yeah, I guess so. If, if you live in New York and the cost of living is ridiculous Ooh, yeah. for a tiny apartment, so you need some space, so you have to split the bills in order yeah. to get that two bedroom. Mm-hmm. I get it. Make yeah. it work. If you're single, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that's the only case. You're single, you get yeah. a lifetime roommate. Yeah, and, pretty and much. Make it work. Yeah. And once again, this is our point of view. If you yeah. have a different point of view, come and talk to us. Tell us why. I just know I can't. Man, when I was in college, I stayed in a wide dorm with. But 16 other guys, you know, shout out to all y'all. Much love y'all watching this. But y'all are some nasty motherfuckers, okay? <laughs> Man, like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, I'm not even the neatest person in the world, but I'm a big person about clean kitchens, okay? Mm-hmm. And when I say they used to have, and there's a bunch of guys, yeah. and they were a bunch of guys. Yeah. They had that whole mentality. 
oh, we let it soak in the sink. It'll clean itself. No, yeah. the mm-hmm. fuck it won't. So and they it should be, it up. That's what they want. And, and, yeah, they want somebody else to wash it, mm-hmm. you know? And it, I washed it a couple times. Even my wife came in and cleaned that whole fucking kitchen before. But it was to the point, it was disgusting. We had rats in the oven. Oh. We had shit in the background. It got to the point, oh I started my keeping God. my, um, my, my uh, I had to buy a refrigerator for my dorm. It was big because I didn't feel comfortable keeping stuff down in the common area. Yeah. And that kind of shocked me out of having a roommate. And I had another roommate, and it was just like, I felt like I was the type of person. I'm, And I'm known to be like this, and my friends would say, I'm kind of a dominant person, and I can be aggressive. Kind of look, I want to say bossy. But, hey, I, if I see something, I'm usually fair. But if I want something to go a certain way, if we agree about it, we, I expect it to be done. But I felt like having a roommate, if we couldn't communicate in the same way, we didn't have that level of respect, I don't think that's fair. So I like I'd rather be by myself because I can handle this yeah. stuff by my on my own. Yeah. So and that was at the age of twenty two, twenty three. I had a yeah. roommate. She had a boyfriend. Her boyfriend would be sleep on the couch in the living room. That would piss me off. I'd be like, "Bitch, that's your nigga. Yeah, you fucking him." Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Why then she, but then no, she wanted to move. She wanted him to move in. She's like, "We can just oh. split the rent three no. ways." I say, "No, bitch. I don't want to split the rent three yeah. ways. Yeah. If I want to have a nigga living with me, I live with one." Yeah. You know, so I, I had a roommate like that too, and like he was there all the time. But she had bad anxiety. But it's just like the fact is that you can't even walk. Like I was a nigga, but you can't because he's always there. Always. And y'all have a room. Okay. And then he's eating up food in the fridge, but in the middle room. Yeah, you hear all the time using the Wi Fi, doing everything. Like, just move in and I'll move out, but let me. And then be wondering why I stay locked up in my room. Or dial up. So that's for women, it's different. You don't necessarily want somebody of the opposite sex in your your personal space all the time. And you ain't mine. Me either. Yeah, the guys said they never even thought about that. Man, I don't yeah. think we was thinking about it. We over there. We ain't over for no reason. Man, and like, I don't know. Roommates just never wasn't my thing. So if you're in college now, you know, it's some rules. Don't be a don't be a punk ass roommate, man. Talk to your people. Clean up. One of the biggest things about having a roommate is knowing knowing how clean they are. And I know when you just when I moved down, and let's see, good guys. But they were grown up. They were kids themselves. Okay, so I was my my aunt stayed on my neck about cleaning up and things of that nature. And they were not so much like that. But mm-hmm. I, I used to hear stories about other women and their girls, their roommates would leave their pads out in certain places oh and stuff God. like that. that like because like I said, I talk about with guys being nasty. I hear women just as nasty. Yeah. So my college roommate, my freshman year, would throw her pads in the trash can in the room. And I had to tell her one day, I was like, you can't do that. Yeah, she must have been from the country. She's of a different culture and oh. just doing different things. And I was wow. like, hold up, up screw. We got to back them right <laughs> around the hallway. Don't. No, Take ma'am. Take it to the bathroom. That's disgusting. Take it and put it. And they have the little things, you know, we in the bathroom. For it. Like, it's right down the hallway. She want to put it in your room. Huh? She put it in it. I looked down in that trash can and I said, it's Get it out of here. Another thing I remember about my father growing up, I guess after the divorce between him and my mother, because I know I was like three, four year old, three, four when that happened. Mm -hmm. But when I used to see him when I was younger, he had like three, four roommates. They had a big ass house Mm -hmm. and they had like a bunch of guys. I remember one of them, um, dang, I got to ask my brother and my sister, they remember one of my brothers, his name. 
But I remember young. I remember hearing that he went. And now that I think about it, my mother probably didn't want me to go visit him probably. because he had three, four grown ass men living with him. Yeah. We had one white guy that was his roommate. He played a guitar, real cool dude. Then he had one homeboy who was bald, who was tall, and he worked for the post office. And this is back in the 90s when people used to go crazy for the post office. Yeah. Remember that when they used to go, like go post or something? Yeah. No, but it wasn't a group home. And I just know he just had this big house. Mm. But it was a big house. And he just had all these people, guys to stay with him, he'll split rent. But mm. I remember, dang, I remember, remember, remember his name. But I remember his homeboy, the mm-hmm. ball guy, the work work for the post office service. He got fired. Well, he had to go to a mental institution because mm-hmm. one day he went to work. He went pissed posted. off. Mm-hmm. He, he brought a machete with him. Oh my god! god damn! And all the dogs on quick. the walkway, he chopped their heads. I was killing them. Ooh, oh, ooh, shit. oh my god! Oh my god! What was this in Tyler? No, nah, this is in Fort Worth. Oh. Oh, that sounds like some Fort Worth stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's that fucking time shit. Yeah, man, but I would never forget that shit. I was like, was that shit for real though? Yeah, that motherfucker snapped. Wow. All them dogs barking and them chasing them shit. He was like, I can fix y'all asses. Well, we had we had some good topics today, man. Once again, I appreciate y'all for coming in and, and everything. Y'all got Thank anything you y'all want to say? Yeah. Anything y'all want? Any questions y'all have? Anyone? Comments, anything? I'm going to tend to my husband. All right. <laughs> Whatever that You're going to be on time for that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, just, you know, you see our, our stuff online. Just leave a comment. Follow us on Spotify. Follow um, us on iTunes. iTunes. Check the website, www.everythingculture.com. Talk, hey. Everything culture. Make sure you Dang. put in everything. Yeah, it's that country swagger and that shit. And, man, we appreciate it. And as always, you know, it's your boy, Mr. D. Well, your man, Mr. D713. And G-Jack. Thank you again to our guest, Shauna Baby Q and Mrs. D713. And as always, you know, we do the show is to eliminate the segregation and build on communication. Because Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. mentioned at Cornell University years ago that he believed men hate each other because they fear each other and they fear each other because they don't understand each other and they can't understand each other because we don't communicate because we're segregated. So once again, you know, everybody love each other. Go out here, make it a great day, and thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Peace. Peace.